And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? <laughs> hey, everybody. Oh, man, I must have gotten a little bit of that Joker gas. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the gentlemen over <laughs> lords. I'm Andrew. Uh, I'm Max. <laughs> I'm Robert. Guys, what up? How you doing? Pretty I, good. I, this is, we live in a post-Joker world. I'm doing great. I see society for what it really is. A tragedy? A tragedy? <laughs> a world where the guy who made the Hangover movies can make a Joker movie? <laughs> Were you going to say a DC movie and then you realize the bar was... Like, even lower <laughs> even lower than that like yeah wow they're letting anyone we'll get into it yeah. hey, hey we'll talk about but it. how are you doing after in a post uh p p j w i'm gonna i'm going to be honest with you i don't feel very good okay <laughs> be, i oh, based a, on the movie I don't oh feel my good. goodness quite the influence okay <clears throat> yeah uh let's talk about some of these oh <laughs> baby can they be new these are old babies. Don't talk in, don't talk to them. Don't you forget about me. Look my way, girl. Something <laughs> breakfast. Movies we've seen. Amen. Okay, Amen. now you can talk. Amen to the Ben. Amen hey. to the Ben. Hey. To the, and hey, he loves this spooky holiday. We should season. get Ben his own his own solo podcast called Amen to the Ben. And he just kind of like does a, it, a short prayer to himself, yes, five exactly. minute pod in and out. Yeah, just a quick check once in. every year. Yay, perfect. Yeah. Um, That's should, about as much as I want to hear. Would be, him. He would be a good Halloween guest. Maybe we should reach out. Ben, this is your invitation. I hope you're listening because I know <laughs> this is the invitation. You do the song live every week, so I hope you're you. still in the room. I wish you had not rushed out the door when you were done singing <laughs> the song. Um, movies we've seen. Andrew, tell me you've seen something that has cleansed the palate since Joker, or perhaps you saw before it that has been ruined <laughs> well, by... Um, uh... <laughs> did I see any? I don't think I saw any movies. Have you ever seen a movie before or after Joker? This is the only movie to me now. <laughs> oh. Um, I don't think I watched any movies. Wow. Man, lame. Is this is, you That's, saved it all up for this. Huh? Yeah, that can that be true? So lame. I can't believe you. Unbelievable. Yeah, you go ahead. Awful. I'll. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do some research. And see Surely, if I've seen Max, you must have seen uh, Mr. Letterbox uh, over here. By the way, sorry. Yeah. Spoiler alert, everybody. Andrew's on Letterbox, and I guess his uh, his uh, total movies is a uh, big fat zero. Uh, maybe add Joker on there. I, I guess, can't wait to read my review that I wrote on Letterbox for Joker. Despicable. Oh my goodness. Um. I have watched a couple things. I watched Beetlejuice. Uh, watched that with my wife and sister-in-law. Best way to watch it. Are they the same person? Your wife and sister-in-law? What the fuck, dude. Ugh. What the no. fuck, dude? This isn't some twisted movie like Joker. The... the fuck? Hey, um, I just saw the Joker, so I'm feeling a little twisted. So you got to give me some credit. Uh, it does have a twisted individual in it that uh, we don't have to talk about, but uh, the movie is great. And um, Tim Burton, that is like a... That is like peak tim burton i think i might only like edward scissorhands more maybe uh and michael keaton like came up with a lot of ideas for the beetlejuice character and there's just so many cool things like alec baldwin is is like a weird character in it like i'm just not used to him looking like that and gina Krishan is great and with, the, just, with the stretched out face well, that, yes, that in particular yeah some of the stuff in that is like burned in my brain yeah like, iconic absolutely. iconic 
my childhood mind just remembers those the walking statues and some of the the effects in that film. Um, excellent. Did you ever watch the cartoon? I did. It's weird that the cartoon is about Beetlejuice being like, oh, the friends with underage, Lydia, the underage girl I tried to marry. Huh, let's pal around. But, Does, uh, do you think the movie exists in the cartoon world? Is that established? That's a good question. I I assumed it was like at the end where like Delia uh, or. Uh, Delia from the Dietz family was like then making statues of Beetlejuice. They were kind of living in harmony with ghosts that occupied the house, but not Beetlejuice. They acknowledged the spirit realm, but they were like not trying to profit off of it. And I assume the cartoon picked up after that, where then Lydia went to the spirit world and hung out. And there was like, there was like a ghost car he drove around. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, well, that's a whole different episode. We can do a whole one on the Beetlejuice cartoon. Guys, let's binge it. Are they making a a remake of that? Or like a Man, I hope not. I really hope not. I thought Uh, I heard something about it. I guess. They they were talking about a sequel for a long time. There was originally one where it was like in Hawaii. Beetlejuice. What? what surfing Beetlejuice? Surfing Beetlejuice? Yeah, like, I don't know, man. It was that. That's what I heard. Uh, what else did I see? Oh, I rewatched Toy Story Four. Uh huh. The Crest, good old Crest here in Seattle, Washington. It's like I think it's four dollars a ticket now. Shoreline, Washington. Shoreline. Uh, used to be two dollars. Man, the price is skyrocketing. Yeah, doubled. Um, two dollars yesterday. Yeah, great. <laughs> it's already four. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was good seeing that again. I, I really like that. So, still got me at the end. Um, yeah, I think it's good, and I think, but I still think I like three better. I think it's like a better cap on things. Uh, and then watch Candyman. Candyman. Because he mixes it with love and makes the world. You know it, Gene Wilder himself, the Candyman. Um, it was a lot slower than I remembered, but I like as that slow it's... as our rendition of Candyman just a second ago. <laughs> Your chopped and screwed version. That's what that movie is, right? That's from what's that movie called again? Uh, that Great. is Joyride. Joyride with uh, Paul Walker. Yep, and Steve's on as brothers. That's great. Love that. One of the last uh, Lily Sobieski movies. We all remember where we were when she did her last film. She was a good actress. She, I, I wish she was. Chill out, Andrew. Put me down. <laughs> you will apologize to Lily Sobieski on Mike. Uh, yes. Anyway, Candyman. It was fine. I liked it. I liked seeing it again. It was it was uh, slower than I remembered, but there's lots of creepy visuals, including the very end where I think that the Candyman just has bees in his mouth. He just has bees in his mouth for the scene. It's pretty horrifying. It's pretty gross. Or the dogs with bees in their mouth, and when they bark, they shoot bees at you. Not even that is as scary because those are Andrew. Those are cartoon dogs. What? I'm sorry. The Candyman's real. Yes, he is. He's real. The Candyman's not the one that takes place on the internet, right? That's the Lawnmower Man. That's, that's a Lawnmower that's Candyman. Swim fan, you're thinking. Oh, of. that's Swim fan. Yeah, yeah. The Swim Fan Man, <laughs> who meets the Bye Bye Man. Yeah, and the Babadook Man. Go ahead, Max. I didn't watch any movies. For real? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> you gave Andrew shit? Well, he's despicable doesn't mean I'm not either. Mm, mm, interesting. That's a good point. Enough movies for the both of you. Let's talk about some doo-doo, doo-doo, TV shows we've seen. We've seen. What the? Uh-oh. Yeah, this is working out. This show is going great. Um, I think you're like itching to get to the main event, but we can also talk about TV shows we've seen. Uh, what we do in the shadows, I mentioned last week. Uh-huh. Watching that on Hulu, uh, the Americanized 
kind of like the American office of the to the British office. You mean the office in American workplace? You know it. Um, and I don't want to spoil anything. I'm almost done. I think I have two episodes left. But late in the season, which would mean about episode seven or eight, there is a great episode with lots of cameos of great people. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Fans of this series, both the movie and the television series, and vampires in general might get a kick out of it. Wowie. Or a bite. Quite a tease. <laughs> um, I feel like we already talked about it. <laughs> did we? No. I don't remember. You didn't this. you didn't say who was on it. Yeah. Did I, I don't know? I don't want to, I didn't want to spoil because it's kind of it's very fun. You okay. Didn't. Um, okay. So and keep then your fucking mouth shut. Also watch I probably the, just forgot. Yeah, probably. How far are uh, you on Preacher? Or what is it? <laughs> what huh? <laughs> I think I've I finished Preacher. I think oh, I'm caught good. up. I don't know what you're talking about at all. I, I think it. the joke is that you kept bringing up that you were like, <laughs> ma- you'd like maybe oh. watch one episode. I think you're always you're like, like mid season or have yeah. watched like one eighth of an episode of something. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I stopped mid title sequence. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, uh, the other thing I watched was Castlevania on Netflix first season. That's the animated. Yes, the animated one. How is it? Uh, I liked it. The first season's four episodes, about twenty two minutes apiece. Went by pretty quick. I still feel there was like a couple. I could have tightened it up a smidge, but mm-hmm. I've heard good things about the second one, so I'm excited to watch that. But yeah, I liked it. And uh, even as someone who maybe wasn't as entrenched in that as a kid, that wasn't like the game I always played, but I do, through osmosis, know kind of the the whip and the food and the stuff. He he whips an apple out of someone's hand and eats it, and I was like, I'm pretty sure you can get an apple in the game and like eat it for food, so I think that's good that they did that. Does he pick up a heart and then get disappointed that it's not health? He does. No, I, we were joking that he was going to whip a piece of wall and like a turkey was going to fly out and he's going to eat it. But that that so far hasn't happened. But I'm hoping for more video game tie-ins. Yeah, that would be nice. That's what I wanted from uh, Jumanji. Also, I saw that The Rock is in another jungle movie. Yeah, it's officially a genre now, everybody. Jung- uh, rock, rock jungle movies. <laughs> so are you talking about The Rundown, Jumanji, Jungle Cruise, Scorpion King 2, or... The new Jumanji movie. The other new... Yes, the sequel to Jumanji... Uh, what else? I, I don't, there's more and even probably more. Yeah. I was talking about jungle cruise. I liked the journey trailer. too. I liked the, the trailer for jungle cruise. I didn't watch it. I, I didn't either. It's, it's too weird. It's too weird to have uh Jumanji two coming out at the same time or, or near the same time. Uh, that is odd, but yeah, they're, but they're different. It's freaking me out. I mean, one, they're different. One, they have one's, different titles. One's a real jungle that's fictionalized, but in an, and, uh, hold on. If, no, they're if, different. If, um, if there was uh, another, hear me out. <laughs> If there was a, well, wait, I was going to say if there was another movie with The Rock in a, um, like, hard a, place. Oh, He's also oh, in the jungle oh, in Rampage a little bit. In a skyscraper, though. Oh, that's right. Did he do something with, I don't know. Anyway, never mind. The huh? Rocks, The Rocks may be in too much for my brain to handle. Like, I, I, I love I The Rock. I do love it. The Rock, but yeah, it's, there's one of those things where it's like, it's almost like his agent's doing too good of a job where it's like, if he's kind of too prolific, sometimes that can be kind of annoying. So, I don't know. We'll see. The box office will speak for itself. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. For yeah. being based on a ride, I'm stoked because it looks better than the Country Bear Jamboree movie. So I'll give it that. Or, or Pirates. Uh, Yeah. 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 Pirates is weird because it's based. Now the ride has stuff from the movies in it. And it'd be funny if they like oh, went, yeah. went backwards. Yeah. And the movies now were just like people. In, they were just like animatronics instead of actors. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> is that it for tv shows robert that's for me 
Okay, yeah. Uh, Max, what do you see? Uh, I haven't watched any. <laughs> yeah, uh, I watched half an episode of Preacher. <laughs> uh, I started Stumptown. Yeah, me too. I'm digging it. Me too. Yeah. I think the first... No, even from the first episode, I liked it. Because uh, I read the, the first issue of the comics before watching. Mm-hmm. And uh, the comics are a little slow. I didn't really dig it as much as I'm digging the TV show. I Does think it, it capture a bit Portland? Like oh, you better believe it. Old Bridgetown. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think some of the things are filmed outside of Portland, though. So in what some the ways fuck? Yeah. No, 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 no. That's oh, not my stump oh, town. No, 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 not no, my stump not, town. Um, yeah. Do they chase criminals through Powell's bookstore? Not yet. Not yet. Wait for the season finale. I'm going to burn it all down. All the knowledge of Portland in Powell's. No! <laughs> we have to get decks on the case. I'm on one of 7,000 bridges in your town. Find me. <laughs> I'm at the Voodoo Donuts. Oh no, which location? Uh, the cool one. Is that the one with no line or the one that's original? But oh, it's a big can't... line. Uh, I don't know enough about Man, Portland people, to make a people, joke. People who know uh, Portland are uh, going crazy. They're going nuts. Food, yeah. food trucks. Hey, hey, Portland. I'm at the to food truck. Yeah. Man, nice save. Um, I, was, uh, I was gonna do some crazy thing, but I'll be honest. The food's too good over here. I'm gonna yeah. take a stop and take a bite. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's very good. Michael Ely is so handsome. Who that? Just gonna say, he's uh, he's like the male love interest in the show. Oh, is that, so he's credited as male love interest. Yeah. <laughs> he plays the head detective uh, or one of the head detectives on the show. He was also in Almost Human, which I yes. I miss. Yeah, I to this day I still miss it. Yeah, he was in that. Yeah, he is so it, handsome. Yeah, he does a great job. <laughs> good show. Good show. Mm-hmm. Check All it right. out. Uh, another good show I watched was Legion. Oh watched, yeah, watch the first season of that. Did you like it? Because you said you were, I think you said the last time you're kind of getting into it or you'd only. Yeah, I think the, the first couple uh, episodes, it was, yeah, it was too weird. It seemed like they were uh, like just trying to be weird for the sake of being weird and it didn't have any answers. And then eventually it gets to the answers and you start following it. I but, would say that they still do that in season two also, and then they'll do that in season three also. So, but, but if you'll now, you know what to expect. If there's strings also. To, mm-hmm. to follow in the beginning it just seemed like they weren't laying enough groundwork for you to actually have any footing to say okay it's, what is what is this new thing it was just like well what was the last it's thing throwing that? you in it's unreliable on purpose it's supposed yeah. to be like vexing yeah which really works in the in the ultimate goal of it mm-hmm. and it's filmed so well and it has the most fade cuts i've seen in the <laughs> like in anything it's got in, really cool like cinematography and like it's it it's uh it looks better than it feels like a show like that should be. Like yeah. it looks it's really cool. Yeah. They really and like anytime they need to do effects or anything like that, they they handle it well. And it's on FX. Whoa. Oh Um Yeah, I dig it. I recommend it. Um I think everyone in it is having fun. I'm really impressed with the main actor doing his American accent throughout the whole thing, uh, for the most part. Um but he always like sticks with it and it's so hard because he does emotional stuff and he yells and he does like all of that stuff. It's re- and he does, he also does a fake British accent as an American huh. doing it and th- all that stuff. It just like really, and it's impressive. like unbelievable. What? You're like, Oh, it's yeah. a really bad British accent. <laughs> God. So, um, yeah, check it out. Cool. Uh, and the other thing I watched was the new episodes, a good place getting back into that. Ah, Me too, baby. It's been a while. That's so I'm kind of like, I'm not forgetting what's going on, but uh-huh. like there's a little bit of that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I also watched Stumptown. I mm-hmm. like that it was into it so far. Um, I'm doing a thing on one of my Patreon shows where I'm watching a bunch of the new pilots this year. Uh-huh. 
So Stumptown was one. I, le, le, the funniest show I watched was not an intentionally funny show, and it's a show called The Island that's on Netflix. The Island. The Island. It's I hyphen land. <sighs> it is. My eye was twitching when you said that. <laughs> um, it's a. It is a almost one to one lost ripoff. Like, <laughs> the, it is about like ten strangers who wake up on an island. Careful, there's a sun bear on this island. And the opening shot of the show is the main character's eyes opening. I mean, I I screamed. It's like it could not like they. It's like somebody watched like the first five minutes of Lost. We and need to like, stay away. And they're like, we need to stay yeah. away from the island. Get it? It's yeah. the opposite. Have I got an idea? It was just, it's, it's really, it's so bad. It's one of the worst, like we are in the golden age of television or, you know, however people. So you've chosen to watch this. So I chose to watch this. I thought it was, I really was like, I had no, I hadn't, I had not read anything about it. I was just like, sure. I'll watch it. It's new. It hey, is. I, lo- I love the title right away. It island. is legit bad every like it is like bordering on the room like okay this sounds now i'm really interested so. <laughs> like Great. everybody is like turning in very bizarre acting decisions the, the story is weird it's just it is a, it's uh, amazing that it got made uh, what did notes so that is this a one episode thing and then they will decide like seven episodes okay so pilot season is sometimes like a chunk of a season or yeah. is that what you're kind of describing i'm just is... watching like the first episodes got of it. new shows oh, all right, all right. i got it got it got it and yeah, that was the first one and it was it does seem like that happens a lot more often now that they pick something up for a little short or small yeah. season fall small first season and kind of yeah. yeah are you going to continue with the rest of i land i have no idea and i'm kind of feeling Ayn like Rand's no i land <laughs> um it's really it's really bad and not in a way that i was like i have to see how this ends like i was just like I will read the Wikipedia synopsis of the rest of this just to see if like my suspicions are correct, but I have like no real curiosity about it. Uh, can I ask both of you? This was a trivia question I had last week. Uh, we won, by the way. Um, Turn his it, mic off. Okay, here we go. I'm doing that, Andrew. Um, it was, what are the two most common titles in a television series for the first episode and the last episode? Pilot. Correct, and the last episode would be called finale. Yep, you got it. Very good. I I guessed. Yes, we got it. <laughs> I was in. A, yeah. Way to go, Max. Max, good teamwork, uh, man. Hey, high five. Hey, Andrew, hold on. Shut up for a second. Max, would you like to join us for trivia uh, tomorrow? Andrew, I can't hear all of Max's great uh, <laughs> trivia answers. Now this feels a lot like being invited over to your uh, friends' exclusive uh, viewing parties of movies. Well, guess what? We're having a happy death day uh, double feature, and I am formally inviting you both on here. Anyway, let's get back to it. Um, I can't make it, Robert. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. I'll be there. I land. Where were we yeah. at? Uh, trivia question finale. Oh, I guessed Tabula Rasa because that means blank slate, and that is the name of a. There is a, a bunch of, of episodes, yeah. but I was in. I was in a weird headspace for some reason. I got. We got pilot. You could remember. Like, we got pilot, and I was like, uh, Tabula Rasa. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's a little uh, tangy cool to let's get to the movie oh yeah some people call me the space cowboy yeah some call me the arthur fleck wow uh whoa you even let it get to the joker 
No, it's like pretty. Isn't it much further in the song? I don't. We don't got the rights to Steve Miller Band. Why'd you start it there? We were doing commentary <laughs> over like, it. I don't know. I didn't <laughs> think about it. Huh? Kind of like his uh, stand-up act in the film. <clears throat> the Joker. The Joker, starring Joaquin Phoenix, Zazie Beetz, Robert De Niro, Mark Marone. Mark Marone, and the actress who plays his mom, who looks like she's blind. I can't remember her name. Wow. She just, she has like, she's a, she's a great actress. She's like, I've seen her in a couple of things where it just always looks like she's looking. But she hasn't seen you? Yeah. Is that what? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That's where I was going. Uh, Directed by Todd Phillips. Yeah, she's great. Um, the Joker. J- Joker. 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 It's not the Joker, just Joker. Joker. I hardly even know her. <laughs> Guys, this was an anticipated movie. And I think leading up this, I told you like, me and Jamie were like stoked on the trailer. We liked the first trailer a lot. We were like, oh, this could be good. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like we just, there was a lot of hullabaloo kind of surrounding it. And Todd Phillips is popping off on the, the circuit. An and idiot. I, I tried to put it all aside and just go and see it. And I know we kind of try and say what we kind of overall, what we felt about it, but it's sort of like, I definitely know that I think that Walking Phoenix's uh, performance was great. But it's a, it's in a movie that I don't, it wasn't a fun, enjoyable experience, and I don't know what it was really trying to say. Max, I liked it. You liked it? Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was all uh, right. Yeah, well, we'll talk it's about better, it. Better than I thought. Okay, all right. And Andrew, I'm gonna. I hated every second of this movie. Wow. Like, um. I'm going to take my mic off the thing for a Be second. Be honest. What um, was the... It sounds like you... Joaquin Phoenix was terrific in it. Like, okay. his acting... Like, he... So, not turned, every like, single thing. Not every single thing. I didn't say I hated everything. I just hated every second of the movie. Ah. I was, like, not enjoying any of it. The feeling of the... Um, film. Yes. Joaquin Phoenix, this may be the performance of his entire career. Like, he is terrific in this movie. Um, I... This is one of the most miserable movie experiences I've ever had. I... There is like no, I I understand the purpose of a movie is not to instill joy in the viewers, but this is a movie that I think, like you said, has, it has nothing to say. Its message is, I'm trying to parse what, what the clearness, I I was kind of losing it by the end. The song, I I told you guys that there was a song I was going to pick that was maybe going to editorialize this movie Ah, too much. What would that have been? The song was going to be, I was going to pick Shallow. Because this movie is, I think it is a shallow, surface level examination of a mental health, mentally ill person masquerading as a deep um, examination of a person with mental health. And because it's a movie that has the veneer of a comic book film, Mm -hmm. they can get away with telling a very surface level, shallow, paper thin story and movie. And... The fact that they are, I think, I don't want to say that they, I don't want to ins- insinuate that they're doing something as sinister as um, capitalizing on the fact that people are now more open to talking about mental health issues. Mm. But I think that there's a little bit of taking something that it, it just doesn't feel very genuine to the movie because it doesn't, I don't feel like it has anything to say. And if if anything at all, the thing that it might have to say is that push the right way mentally ill people can be pushed into doing violent heinous crimes which isn't uh provocative because those are people that 
because nor because anyone can be pushed to that. Right. You don't re, you don't require any sort of psychosis or anything to to be pushed to that and it's it's it takes place in the 70s or 80s. late 80s maybe. I think it's the early 80s. 80s. In a in a a gritty Gotham and the stuff that's happening to Joaquin Phoenix's character Arthur and the people around him is very poignant for a lot of stuff that's happening now, especially because it feels like it's sort of like more widespread and you hear about it more with, with mental health, with healthcare, with, you know, just general, uh, uh, treatment for, for people, for yeah. what ails everybody. Um, so it, you could also, I, I guess you could say for in that time period in this fictional Gotham that there's even less so of that sort of, uh, no one's, uh, uh, bothering you know what i mean like no sure, one's I, no one's like uh, woke or worried about that in this sure. in the world of this movie but this is also a movie that's made in 2019 so the all the knowledge of that is behind the director yeah. and the intent behind the movie yeah too. i'm more curious max since you seem to be the descending yeah. person who likes the movie i'd like yeah. to hear your your thoughts on it well i definitely definitely see where you're coming from with that like i, I also got vibes of that like it does seem like okay, well, they're just, you know, making this out to be mental health problem in a very general way, just mental health uh, as the issue here. But, like, I think if you take it as um, a just a dissection of the character rather than, like, this is mental health, right? Like, every single person with mental health is this character. But rather, this character is an individual who is messed up in these ways and uh ended up doing this thing rather than like anyone who's uh who's got anything anybody who's had any level of depression is eventually going to kill someone which like i don't think the movie was saying and so i don't think you can just like expand it to everyone and if you just take it as a a, a like following this single character i thought that it was it did a good job of of making the whole thing feel really unsettling and it seemed like mm-hmm. yeah like I, I think you probably both got that and uh and didn't enjoy it too well, much th- but um, do either of you think it was supposed to be like in his own head i'm not really bothering by the way like if you've if you if you've seen the movie then you're hearing us talking about it and we'll just kind of like talk i'll st- mention stuff in the sure. end and stuff as well if you guys don't give a shit um but like he kind of finally gets recognition and, and an ovation at the end of the film by people that have been inspired by him and is that is the takeaway for example supposed to be that ah all these people that have been radicalized um you know like is is this uplifting is this like good that they did this or is it still like this is still the joker like this is supposed to be the joker so like we've seen all these things and these conditions that have created him not just we we talked about mental health but not just that but like he finds out partway through the film that he was abused horribly right that his giggling disease and all this other stuff is probably a byproduct of that as well. Can I, um, so the, at the end when it, when it's revealed that like, you know, there's a whole movement of people who are, you know, inspired by him because about third, three quarters of the way through the movie, we realize that he's an unreliable narrator to the movie and that like 
he's been imagining this whole relationship with Zazzy Beats. Oh, man. I am so um, glad that was not real. And, like, <laughs> you know, like, the night that he was performing at the club, like, uh, people were, like, clapping for him and laughing. And, you know, like, he, he has recovered these... a little. He has these moments of, like, you know, like, in The King of Comedy. Like, we talked about how that was sort of, like, a maybe a template for this movie. For sure. There's, in that movie, you know, he has these these visions of like being on that late show with that host Mm -hmm. and then in this movie it's the same thing with robert de niro's character where he's imagining being on the show he calls him down from the audience yeah and so three-fourths of the movie we we realize that he's an unreliable narrator to his own story Mm -hmm. so this thing that we've been seeing for most of the movie all these events may not have been happening sure so at the end of the movie when he's being like lifted up by all these people and they're cheering for him and then it immediately cuts to him at the mental institution oh okay was was the riots was that all happening or was that part of his it could be that like psychosis maybe all the bad things really did happen maybe he got fired but he didn't kill people in the subway maybe he his mom got sick and he just killed her in the hospital but never there was never any of this other ephemeral I think stuff, I mean like maybe. I think yeah there was certain things that happened but I'm wondering that especially because it that in that moment that where like, like his his thing where it's like imagine if everyone was inspired by me and out on the street and right was like in and love like with- I don't know it it kind of feels like at that point they've taken over Gotham almost and like then it just cuts to him in a institution where it's like how did they get him like that that but that's never been the problem in Batman in general it's like it's but always, Batman doesn't exist or uh, he does now um that's we should talk about that too but um that that like yeah like that's another interesting thing is like in this timeline it's like a gotham with a joker established and causing this sort of strife years before a batman would appear mm-hmm. so i don't know about you guys maybe we can just like well uh, oh, sorry can, go ahead uh, yeah um that i never thought to question that scene in particular and i think that's a, a like an interesting look at it i think that it's very possible and i hadn't even considered it that it, that that was all in his head yeah because um, the zazzy beat seems seems to be the main one where it kind of cuts back and is like see she wasn't there but yeah. not as but not you're right about the starting two where he gets called down mm-hmm. but i would i would guess in in my viewing of it i i saw it as it happening and then he got caught afterwards because sure. it just seemed like they were building up so much that whole um clown thing apart from him the movie was building it up not kind of, not his story building it up right so it doesn't him seem, just being on the run yeah it wouldn't really be something that he was like generating in his own mind you don't but think, I could be wrong about yeah that. I, it just yeah. it to me it like feels like they could have easily and you know i don't know for me like this might have just been like sort of sloppy storytelling in the movie that like to to have him go from like king of of the freaks and like everybody's you know he's like surrounded by like hundreds of joker like disciples uh-huh. to then immediately him captured and in an institution it just felt like there was a piece there missing where like either you know like a headline of like joker finally caught you know like you know some headline where it like shows it like he's been on a rampage but he's finally caught or you know some something that tells you that that was or a hint that that could have been an imagination of his and that like mm in the car ride in the police car he just he they never got hit by that ambulance they just went straight to jail and like to me having it cut immediately from like basically them like holding him over his head and going you know like it's just like everybody's like joker you know and to them like he's caught it was just like i i don't know it was yeah, yeah you might be right because he, he i mean right before that he's just be, looking out the car window and and dreaming basically yeah he was, he was arrested so, yeah, he was on his sense. way to the imp, the 
the lockup. <clears throat> Plus, like, I don't assume that that night Gotham fell. It just seems like there were major riots and, like, him and multiple people would have been captured anyway. It could have been also, he wasn't, like, banged up and crazy looking. This could have been a month later when whenever he was caught, a day later, an right. hour later or whatever. Um, but it was just ultimately a weird cap, too, because he's, like, laughing at a joke she doesn't get and it cuts to little Bruce Wayne Maybe he did he hear about that or is that what he's thinking about that that yeah he caused that because and I was going to do kind of like a little veer to this but definitely the moment in the theater that I was annoyed by I sort of got through marketing that Thomas Wayne would be a character uh-huh. he ends up being kind of prominent because not only does he start a run for mayor, mayor of Gotham but he calls the people on the street like the low people like clowns yeah and that sort of causes the 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 rallying cry for everyone and the murder that he commits and the clown on the loose is this connection. And then there's this scene where he goes to Wayne Manor, Joaquin Phoenix and sees Bruce Wayne, little Bruce Wayne, learn some boundaries. Don't let someone put fingers in, in your, your mouth. mouth. <laughs> My God. It was the seventies or eighties. <laughs> yeah. Even worse. Were, yeah. Disco just died. So, so still reeling. Yeah. Um, random Alfred that I have no idea who that actor is. Yeah. Just such a weird, I was just like, okay, we got a new Alfred for yeah. this scene. They got it. Um, and then the revelation that Joker might be the very much older brother of Batman. I did I, that. I'm so glad that was not a real you, thing. My eyes were like, I was like, why? Like, why? Like I wanted no Batman. Now we're getting dangerously close to, cause I don't even love in the Tim Burton one that, before he becomes Joker, Joe Chill kills Bruce Wayne's parents. Yeah. And then in the same film becomes the Joker that's his ultimate enemy that also kills his parents. It's like, oh my gosh, it's too much. So to have the possible revelation that there that there's that familial connection was like jarring to me. Um, I'm glad it seems like miserably, of course, that his mother was just imagining all but, of this. But yeah. they also she had let, abused him. They and, also left that up to... to- Kind of, but like he went and got these files and it just sort of seemed like, unfortunately, she was not. Also, it's weird because her name was Penny. So I was like, is that a Penny Worth thing? I didn't know what was going on. Uh, Well, I don't know. I I think that it's very possible that those documents could have been forged. I don't think that that's out of the question. I think that that would have been a more. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I'm saying for the. For like me wanting to not have any Batman, the, the fact that they were like, he might be Batman's bro was like, oh no. But yeah, I actually think that would have been a more interesting thing to explore than what it was, which is kind of like, actually, you're <laughs> abused and fucked up worse than you thought. It's like, oh, great. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Like, I thought both choices. Well, to tell you the <laughs> truth, I actually really hated that he, he was uh, Batman's brother. I thought that was a oh, really okay. stupid thing. But then once they reversed it, I was like, well, that's kind of that. Oh. That kind of just undercuts it, and so I was glad that they left it kind of uh, uh, in limbo, and uh, and it could just be that Thomas Wayne is a total shithead, which would make sense to me, like the way his character is portrayed in the movie. Yeah, yeah that's the other thing. It's yeah. like have was, they ever. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I I mean, at, at first I thought like this is too much. This is Batman's dad. Why are they changing this character so much? And then like I kind of thought, you know, hey, this is a billionaire who's been living in Gotham, has like everything in like you know, d- does his part, right, to clean it yeah, up. Yeah. But Gotham is like the shittiest fucking city in the, the world. This is a typical just billionaire right. thinking they can fix it by doing all the wrong things but still hoarding all the money yeah, and making all the decisions that are all wrong. Thomas so Wayne like, from the perspective of people like who are living in Crime Alley and they're like, fucking fuck you, dude. You're not, you don't do enough. Right. Like, I'm sure that they've explored that in some of the Marvel films with people like Tony Stark has screwed over 
like are not done enough for. It's like there's casualties to all of your big heroic acts. Right. So mm-hmm. running for mayor isn't enough. Um, Can I just say, since we were talking about the last scene, um, so it's implied that he kills the psychiatrist he's talking to and then the end of the movie the last shot is him in like a scooby-doo chase what happened there was another movie we watched recently where this happened where Where there was somebody back and forth run where they somehow juke someone out we talked about this recently there was some other movie where this happened i couldn't was that in the king of comedy Yes. It is. It is. <laughs> he runs through the cubicles. They find him. Yeah. And he runs back and forth. You're right. Wow. Good pull, Andrew. Wow. You're right. That's why. I thought that was it. bizarre because it's like he goes, there's an orderly. He gets around him. Whatever happens behind that hallway is bizarre because it's yeah. like zippity zoop. And then he gets back the other direction. Come back here. Is <laughs> that was that was very I, I don't know. Like I, I know they were trying to like tell you a story with like remember have the joker having like you know because it and the end of the movie is a big the end you know like an old movie style like goes, the but yeah. that's all yeah folks. and then porky pig um but like yeah they do the big graphic of the end and like big calligraphy style letters and so they're like trying to classic hollywood they're trying to give you a feeling of like old movies especially like they had the old warner brothers logo at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. And it just, yeah, they were trying to instill some feeling of like nostalgia with that. But the, the Scooby-Doo chase at the end, I just was like, I, it just, I know he's the Joker. I know he's supposed to, you know, do wacky things, but that was just like, I don't know. It just felt very. uh, I'd like to see the Joker with, with confidence. (laughs) I think he's lacking a lot of confidence throughout the movie. And it was really nice to see. He's not even the Joker Joker that I know until like arguably like. The last 10 when minutes. he kills his co-worker, and then it feels like he might be the Joker at yeah. that point. Um, yeah. Uh, that was interesting. And then <clears throat> I was sort of assuming, because of the setup, that we were looking at, um, in the Dark Knight Returns comic, Joker is in a mental institution after Batman's been retired for a long time, and he's supposedly rehabilitated, so a talk show host invites him on, and when he does come on, he murders the whole audience with Joker gas. Uh-huh. And I was sort of like, is he going to somehow gas or is he going to kill everyone in the audience of this show? Eventually, he's going to get on the show. Didn't happen. I mean, so it seems look, like at the beginning, especially he's yeah, it's more like getting revenge on the people who have wronged um, him. definitely don't understand like this uh, <laughs> Tosh.0, <laughs> this local oh, famous Gotham well, yeah, comedian the, yeah. playing a VHS of a of a ba- local comic, a local comic bailing kind of yeah, like, bizarre yeah, just the, bizarre. So a the, weird I, way to make that yeah, connection. De Niro plays like a Johnny Carson type late night talk show host, and at some point during the sh- the movie, he gets a clip of of Arthur doing stand up in this club mm. and decides to show it on his late night show and then just rag on him for it and just like what. When has this ever Not super happened? savagely, but it just didn't even seem like... It was weird because it's like, okay, he's he's big and famous, but it's also a Gotham-based show, but it, it it just didn't seem like the kind of show where it's like, and as you know, we will always Here comes like, the bit where yeah, we make fun we, of local yeah, we comedians. we always get VHS... Like, you wouldn't go to a comedy club that might show your shitty bit. Right. I don't know. It was weird. I mean, I'm not... That's not the biggest nitpick about the movie, but it was just like an odd thing. Um, Did you like I, him as... Because that was an odd King I, of Comedy parallel I, I that he was if, the... I honestly could definitely believe that if you look at um, like late night, if you think about Did Carson, specifically, people do that. Well, I don't know about Carson, but if you think specifically now, I guess. Uh, to, well, yeah, now. <laughs> all right, That's like our bread and butter, my dude. <laughs> 
It just seems well. I don't know. I never watched uh, late night comedy in the in the seventies, so maybe it was totally well, different. Take it from then, me, who lived yeah, through it. Get an education. Go back and watch the Carson, my man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I think uh, it's fine to have Gotham be a little bit different too than uh, than ours. I can imagine it happening. That's sure. all I'm saying. Okay. Like yeah. I can see Jimmy Kimmel do it. I can see Ellen, you know, bring on some. Hey, next time, don't do your stand up at that comedy club. They send your tapes to the fucking nightly uh yeah talk show you yeah that shit it went viral dude that's that's what it's all about that's true we invented a new term you went viral yeah it's the 80s by the way yeah that's the, the yeah <laughs> the booker on the phone uh what question were you about to ask uh question uh i don't know was oh, it bobby um, de niro oh, I'm sorry yeah like because i thought that was interesting that then he is in king of comedy he is rupert pumpkin chi- trying to get on the late night show on the late night and then they have him playing kind of the late night host which he didn't play to me as he what didn't quite fit the role to me the same way, but I don't well, know. <clears throat> he wasn't also. Um, Arthur was not terrorizing the late night host in the way that uh, Robert De Niro was terrorizing Jerry Lewis in the other movie. They were in sort of different roles. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm glad that it didn't match up one to one. I'm You're right. That, there like, were definitely a lot of inspirations, especially mm-hmm. especially that Scooby Doo scene at the end. But <laughs> I'm glad that it was like it seems like there was a lot of. That was definitely something that was like in the DNA of it, but it didn't feel like a remake of King of Comedy. It also felt like they were like maybe one bad decision away from having him named Rupert Pumpkins and just having him be the character from the (sighs) King of Comedy. Maybe. I mean, he did literally do too, like had the show playing, introduced himself when he walked into his apartment to like, you know, kind of practice and stuff like that. I've heard some like negative stuff about like some of the screenings, like nothing dangerous, but like people like just like being like, super stoked on like the yuppie murders and shit where it's just like i think this whole thing's miserable i don't think it's like hooray joker yeah i think I like know. there were people in the in the theater who i think were like looking for something to like give them some levity so yeah. like there were scenes that like i think are like the like at the end when he so he shoots robert de niro's character on live tv yeah and then walks up to the camera and is about to give de niro's catchphrase which is that's life yeah and what the, a bad, bad the screen the screen cuts to black yeah. and so like there were people in my answer like <laughs> you know like they're just like is this i think this is maybe funny but yeah it just was like i think they were just like looking for some level of like i just want to have some levity here sure. and i'm making maybe making it up in my mind you'll have to go to another movie after yeah this. sorry um yeah it's just like a it's a shame because I, I, like I said, I, I do think his performance is good, but it's just like such a depressing subject matter. Yeah. Uh, it's just hard when like the, your, your hero of the movie ostensibly is, I mean, the greatest villain in DC comics. Your anti-hero is. So like having the, and you know, him being an unreliable narrator throughout the movie and also him just being a bad like making decisions well, that I mean, it's hard to say who's a bad person because like he's obviously a person who has suffered abuse, is suffering from mental illness. That's a thing. But yeah. ultimately commits heinous acts is like this is the person that you are supposed to like in a movie. You are given like a character to cheer for. Usually, like typically in a movie, you're given a character to cheer for, and when it's like or relate to or relate to, and when it's like you know somebody who is just being like just a heinous. And you can't on multiple levels because of all of the things he suffered. And then the fact that now he's basically in a shattered personality where like, he's like, I think this is all a comedy now. Yeah. I I think it's a really tough line to walk. And I feel like for the most part, 
in in my eyes, I thought they did a really good job with with uh, putting that forward. the The villain that you're supposed to understand, but you're not supposed to uh, really empathize. You're, I mean, you're supposed to have some empathy, but you're not supposed to, or you're supposed to have some sympathy, I guess, but not so, not empathy. You're not really sure. supposed to be exactly there with him. And I'm sure some things will ring true to a lot of people, but um, but I. You, for the most part, it didn't seem like you were supposed to root for him. And I think that that's, that's great. And I think you can do that really well. Like, let's say Always Sunny in Philadelphia is an example where you have a bunch of shitty people and you like each one of them, but you're not saying, oh, these people are doing good or I should act more yeah. like them. So I think this the film did a good job of saying like, no, don't go home and stab somebody in the eye with scissors. No, that's not a good idea. The only time that it really bugged me was there was one scene after he got away from the cops where they slowed it down. He took his cigarette out, threw it on the floor, and he was just walking in slow-mo, the hero walk. And it didn't cut to like what he actually looked like or it didn't cut to anything else. It just left it there as if he was the hero. Yeah. And that, was the, that, that part really bothered me. But uh, other than that, I think they did a good job of saying, like, you should be scared of this guy. You should understand what's what he's gone through but you it does not excuse anything that he's doing i feel like that's how the the movie portrayed it that's how they should portray it and that's a tough portrayal when sure. you have that as your protagonist yeah and i think that like in my eyes fairly successful but apparently not for everyone yeah i you know i i reckon because like obviously i think like i said earlier walking phoenix is turning in probably the performance of his lifetime mm-hmm. i think it's a well-made movie I, I don't even think it's a bad movie. I just hated it. Mm-hmm. And so like for me, like I can, I can recognize that it's well-made and everybody's doing a good job. And obviously, like I said, Joaquin Phoenix, best performance of his career. I just, the, the entire movie, I just, I just didn't enjoy any part of it mm-hmm. and will never watch it again. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. Max, do you think you'll see it again? I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I mean, it's possible. I don't think I, if it was on, I don't think I would say, oh, I'm leaving the room or anything yeah, like I think, that. I but, think I'll watch it again and then immediately follow with The Dark Knight and be like, this is the, this is what he became. And then Suicide Squad, because I want to see the real the Joker. Real, fi- his final form is damaged form. Yeah. Um, the other thing I noticed in the movie, there's a scene after he's, I think he has, after he's killed his ex coworker and he's got the makeup on, he goes in the elevator and starts to play that. Dun, 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 oh, dun, yeah. I, like, yeah. I don't know it's that very that, glitter. Yeah. I, is a pedophile. That, yeah. A pedophile. <laughs> but also like, had that song come out by 1981? Uh, yes, I think so. I think it had, but that also was a just str- like a weird choice because of who he is. But, and yeah. It's also just like a weird song to, cause everything else was very much like, send in the clowns and very like felt like 60s or 50s or kind of like throwbacky rat packy that one was an outlier felt like a weird uh weird choice yeah should have done bad to the bone (laughs) (laughs) or bad and bougie just played like migos oh my god anyways um yeah that was the that was joker that was joker um would you recommend people go see the movie yeah yeah, I would say I, this is a decidedly you can wait to rent. 
I that's the thing. I yeah, I'm not that. sure that it's like a theater going experience if, for if, me. If only if only to avoid uh, weird people that like want to like uh, vape loudly or giggle like the Joker <laughs> to be like, hey, I'm chaos embodied too. Uh, yeah, is that what happened in your theater? Yeah, everyone was like chaos. <laughs> pure, pure jokers in my, in my just theater. wanted to watch the tangerines burn no, the the it chapter two was had a lot more joke jokers in that that audience for me uh-huh Ugh. yuck um yeah i i i would say wait for home video just because like i said home i video think, home video wait for it to come out on vhs Ooh, um, what a burn yeah um just because i think joaquin phoenix is turning in like a very good performance but it is a bleak movie with like zero like almost zero to cheer for in it yeah and i just you have to be in quite a mood to to watch it yes yeah and i'd I'd say there are plenty of movies like that that are great that you should probably see like requiem for a dream like you know see once yeah yeah see it once (laughs) sure see what you think of it all right that'll do it for us for this one all righty next time